This is AutoLine Daily reporting on the global automotive industry. And before we get started with today's show, what's in a name? John has been receiving quite a few comments on how he pronounces Tesla. To see what John's college linguistics class taught him, click on the link in the description below. Okay, on to the news. You know, we've seen a number of automakers, mostly luxury brands, launch subscription services, and now Enterprise, the rental company, is going to experiment with it. Called Subscribe by Enterprise, it costs $1,500 a month plus a $250 enrollment fee. That allows users to swap vehicles four times a month from a fleet of 20 vehicles. It includes damage and liability insurance, maintenance, and roadside assistance. It's currently only available in Minnesota, Missouri, and Nevada. Automakers have had mixed results with the services, so it will be interesting to see if Enterprise will have any better luck. Ferrari isn't doing so hot in Formula One so far this year, but it's a runaway winner from a financial standpoint. It sold 2,600 cars in the first quarter, up an impressive 23%. Though sales increased all over the world, they were up nearly 80% in China, partly because Ferrari hustled to deliver as many cars as it could before China ratchets up its emission standards this year. The company generated 940 million euros in revenue, up 13%, and posted a net profit of 180 million, up 22%. And the rest of the year could be very strong. Ferrari just introduced the F8 Tributo and will unveil four more models before the year is out. Say, who do you think has the best infotainment system in cars? Well, Consumer Reports just rated them, and it says Tesla tops them all, followed by BMW's iDrive, Genesis and its Genesis Display, Ford and Lincoln's Sync 3, and FCA's Uconnect. At the bottom of the list are Alfa Romeo, Mazda, Acura, Honda, and Lexus. And that touchpad in every Lexus was rated absolutely the worst. CR says that infotainment systems with buttons and knobs for frequently used operations, like volume and tuning, score far better than systems with touch controls. Hey, you may remember a story from earlier this year about Ford using a new VR 3D design tool called Gravity Sketch. And after several months of testing out the technology, the automaker is helping to improve the process. The new co-creation feature allows a designer to transfer to another designer's point of view within the virtual reality space to see from his or her perspective. And it's also a great way to train other designers in Gravity Sketch. As of now, the Gravity Sketch technology is being used in five global design studios for both interior and exterior. After being presented as a concept model, Porsche announced it will put the 911 Speedster into production. Only 1,948 will be made. One of its distinguishing features is a double bubble cover for the convertible top, which is made from a single piece of carbon fiber reinforced plastic. Other unique design elements include shortened window frames with lowered cowl top panels 
smaller side windows, and a new front spoiler lip. It borrows the carbon fiber hood and wings from the 911R, front apron from the GT3, and the rear spoiler and rear apron from the GT3 Touring. Under the hood is a 4-liter, naturally aspirated six-cylinder boxer engine with just over 500 horsepower. Mated with a six-speed manual transmission, the 911 Speedster can do 0 to 100 kilometers an hour in four seconds. Orders are open now, and price starts in Germany at a little over $300,000. Auto Line Daily is brought to you by Bridgestone Tires. Your journey, our passion. More and more automakers are experimenting with 3D printing in the manufacturing process. Not only can parts be made lighter, it also has the potential to reduce cost. That's why Daimler has teamed up with Premium Aerotech, a company that makes 3D printed parts for Airbus planes, and EOS, a company that makes 3D printers. They've launched a pilot project called NextGen AM to create a next-gen digitalized manufacturing line that's able to 3D print aluminum components for automotive and aerospace applications. It's already capable of making parts to series production quality standards, and Daimler is producing replacement brackets for diesel engine trucks. The companies say that manufacturing costs can be reduced by 50% compared with existing 3D printing systems. The next step for Daimler is to see if the process is able to meet the requirements for the stringent industry standard VDA 6.3. And hey, we've got a great Autoline After Hours coming up later this week. Joining John and Gary is Ryan Eustace, who's the Senior VP of Automated Driving at the Toyota Research Institute. He'll be bringing its TRI P4 prototype to the studio, which is a modified Lexus LS equipped with self-driving technology. So, to get the inside scoop on Toyota's autonomous efforts, make sure to mark your calendars for 3 p.m. Eastern Time this Thursday. But that wraps up today's report. Thanks for watching. We'll see you again tomorrow.